It's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. And nothing's changed. Because <laughs> we're still 30. Dirty. And dying. And dying. Welcome we're back. S- Welcome back. It's been a couple weeks. A couple weeks. We're in our second season now. How is it going? I'm alive. You're still alive. I'm still alive, unfortunately. Maybe we should change the name of the show. 30 Dirty Still Alive, unfortunately. <laughs> No, we good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're, good. we're, we're all right. so good. We're we're here. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're coming back right as it's Courtney's birthday. When you guys are listening to this, it'll be Courtney's birthday, I think, or around after. Yeah, but like right after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's our release date. So mm-hmm. happy birthday! Thanks. I'm thirty one. Thirty one. Oh, so you're officially past the three zero. Yep, I'm in my thirties. You're in them. That. Oh, I don't know why, but that gave me like a. I'm gonna, squirrely. I'm gonna call it mid thirties now. <laughs> I'm in my mid thirties. You can officially say you're in a midlife crisis. I've been in a midlife crisis for years since I was born. <laughs> since I was midway out of the birth canal. Um, no, so we're back. It's been, it's been fun. To take a little break and come back swinging, and we're coming back swinging at the top of spooky season. And this is our season. This is. We're going to shine. Not just season two being our season, no. but spooky season is our yes. season. Yes, so hopefully season two reflects that. Reflects the spook. Yeah, we're going to try. The fun. The fun. The spooky and the angst. Mm-hmm. It's the spooky season. Maybe next season will be the angsty season. I think every season is angsty season. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> um, no, you're right. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're coming in. So we're going to do some, we're not, you know, changing our whole vibe to be a Halloween podcast. But we're going to get spooky. Yeah. And we thought we'd start in, I was going to say hot, but I guess cold and dead. (laughs) Not all of it's cold and dead. Like my mom. (laughs) So it's still the show you guys know and love, hopefully. Or you've been like, nope, I'm out. I've decided that it's over. Um, yeah, so we're going to talk about spooky stuff, and we're going to do that for this season opener, too. Horror. Horror. I want to make sure I enunciate properly so I don't sound like I'm saying whore. Boo, you whore. And we're going to start off with talking about some of our favorite scary movies, mm-hmm. and we'll get into all that in a hot second. But first, like Courtney said, she's been in a midlife crisis since... Birth. Birth. So we're taking it way back. To celebrate our <laughs> lovely co-hosts. For 31 years ago, she was born. Back in time. All right. All right. So we're in 1991 now. Things yeah. look different here. Yeah. Do you want to hear about like prices of things? Sure. All right. So Make the, me cry. The average cost of a new home. Shit, my pants. What is it? 120000 <laughs> I can't even find a fucking like townhouse for less than three hundred thousand dollars. Would you like to know the average monthly rent? I mean, they just raised my rent, so probably not. But four, hit me four ninety five. And think about it this way: so like these seem a little on the high end, what I imagined. But that's because we're taking into account all of the U.S. So like California has a you know a way higher cost yeah. of living than like where we. So live. this is probably like as close to the median as you could get for yeah. the country. Like I feel like. Where we live in this time, it was probably like $200. (laughs) And like the cost of a new house is like 80 bucks. Just kidding. $80. $80,000. I don't know. So $120 for a new home. Rent, $495. A gallon of gas. My car's light came on today. $1.12. I'm going to vomit. I was speaking of 90s. I was going to say speaking of vomit. Oh, no. Um, I was I was watching Dumb and Dumber the other day. Of course. And I I noticed in the the gas station scene. Yeah. When see when he you know throws the salt shaker onto sea bass yep. and he's like kick his ass sea bass. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I remember. I noticed the sign said the diesel price for gas and this is diesel. Diesel is always more expensive. One oh nine. So that's, that was all the stuff that was coming out of people's wallets. I guess. Speaking of money. Oh. Um, a Super Nintendo. You had to, you know, pay for a Super Nintendo that came out in 1991. Yeah. And was, I had one. I did not. I love my Super Nintendo. I mean, I obviously didn't have one in 1991 because I was not even in utero. I was, I don't even think my parents had met yet. Hmm. Or maybe, but like, 
probably like my mom's still trying to get my dad to leave her alone. My sister was already born, so my parents were together. Oh, yeah, mine would not. Or, like I said, early stage. Yeah, so I was not even a... I, was pro- I wasn't even a dream. I was a worst nightmare. Um, did you know that the... I saw something about this recently. The life expectancy in the United States in 91 was about 75 years. I was going to say 80. It has gone down. It went down this year. Good. <laughs> Please. I don't want to live that long. Come get me. Yeah, I'm ready. Like, when they're, whenever I say I'm in a midlife crisis, and they're like, no, you have so much life ahead of you. I was like, no. If I live, like, to be 70, that's way too old. I just don't, I, I mean. I have I maybe I would... a good 30 years left in me. To 60, maybe. Yeah, I, 60 is, is about where I'm capping. I feel it. like I'm probably going to die before that anyways. I might. I mean, you could, anybody could die tomorrow. It is what it is, but like. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Anything else that I do one that you're aware of? Um. Jeffrey Dahmer got arrested. Good. Yeah. No, he death penalty or no? I mean, I don't know what he got sentenced with, but he was murdered in prison. Oh, good. Like not I mean, on, not oh, on purpose. No. Not on purpose. Like they. Put <laughs> oh, it in... was if he was murdered, it was on purpose. No, I'm saying I, I feel like the death penalty is just like the state being like, let's murder this guy. So I usually refer to them the same way to be an asshole and also to make a point, but. Uh, no, he was murdered by, like, other inmates. Mm. There are lines. There are, like, things you don't do, you know? Like, I don't know, cook and eat people. Yeah, that seems pretty rough. Do you think he breaded them? <laughs> do you think he turned them into, like, soup? Yeah, like, like a, did a he, good autumn squash? Like, I know he cooked them, but for science. But do you think he cooked them for food? Do you think there's, like... So, like, you know, in a pig, there's, like, different parts of the pig that yeah, like have a different like a loin. ham or like a bacon or <coughs> yep. like a yeah like a loin. loin so like do you think there's like a loin of a human like the bacon of a human i mean do you think a nice crispy breakfast like meat out of a human i would bacon? have to assume there is right there has to you be. have to be there has to be because while well i'm not gonna say why else would you eat them i feel like that's a bigger <laughs> <laughs> if it doesn't taste like crispy bacon why else would why you eat am them? I even here you know <laughs> says the vegetarian um <laughs> No, there has to be, right? Like, there's... Yeah. We, like, I would imagine parts on you that are fattier. So I'm probably delicious. <laughs> Covered in fat. You're a good fatty steak. Yeah. Bugs are attracted to me. There's something about my blood type, I think. Mm. I, I don't know if that's true. I read it on the internet. So it's... Could I be don't get... Way. I have, like, one bug bite. And that's rare for me. I get destroyed. Mm. And I have very sensitive skin and allergies. So I get one bug bite, my arm swells up. Jeez. Like, it looks like I just... Like, I'm gonna die. Which is on brand. Next time I'll just let it happen for the pod. You're listening to 30 Dirty and Dying, where we might not be flirty or thriving, but we're 30 and trying. Keep listening and check out all our episodes on life, love, death, and more. Horror movies. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, horror movies that came out in 91. Was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And it's funny because that Hello, one Clarice. is about like a guy who kills and eats people. Yes. It was a great movie. I really it was a enjoyed great it. Movie. Some of the, I would say some of the best horror films came out in like the 80s and the 90s. A hundred percent. And that just happens to be a fun, ironic thing that those are the millennial years. Birth yep. years from, what is it? 80, 81 to 96. 81 to 96. So, I mean, coincidence? I think not. No. While we were all being born. Yeah. And not watching horror movies. I was. I watched. I mean, I'm a, I'm an, I'm a younger millennial, so I don't know. I wasn't watching these when they came out, obviously. Yeah, but well, I mean, I was also was only born for like a couple of them. Yeah, you're you're like closer to the middle, but on the younger end. I'm younger. I'm one of the last years you can be a millennial, but I feel like I'm a full blood. I'm a pure blood millennial because of everything we've talked about before. Yeah, I will say though that whole like thing that was happening on TikTok like six weeks ago that I just learned about because I'm slow. About how Gen Z is making fun of millennials. Oh, yeah? I don't really care, obviously. But I saw some videos about it recently. And one person's video was very good because it was like, I don't give a shit about this. But millennial age range is too damn long. There's yeah. too many of us. And I was like, I don't know, maybe. And then we decided to do this episode. And, uh-huh. we were look, and I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's too much. 81 to 96, that's a long time for a range of... Yeah. Like, there, there's millennials in their 40s. 
And then the youngest millennials are like 25, 26, Mm -hmm. which is, I feel like I have nothing in common with a 25 year old and I'm only 28. So I can't imagine how people who have like had mortgages for a while are like, Jesus Christ, these kids and I'm a millennial. Yeah. There's two, there is a lot. Although I'm still a millennial. Guys, don't push me out because I'm one of the younger ones. I don't want to join Gen Z. Nothing against them. I just don't think I fit in. I would never fit in. I don't think Gen I fit Z. in because, like I said, I had a different kind of childhood where I was we, in a lot of it. Where, at least for me, mm-hmm. I was born before the internet. Same. So, like, I I did play outside. Like, I had toys. Like, I didn't, I wasn't born with a screen in my face. That's what I'm saying. And not that that is necessarily a bad thing. But it changes it how just, you grow up. It's changed how you grow up. So, like... I, it's just, it's just different. Yeah. I didn't have my cell phone until I was, I mean, the, the, a cell phone that was more than just a call if I needed something Mm -hmm. wasn't until I was in high school. Yeah. I think I was in like toward the end of middle school when I got one that wasn't literally just like a track phone for if, in case I get abducted. Emergencies. Yeah. And I didn't get like a smartphone until college. Yeah. I mean, I had one of those HTCs. Yeah. Towards the end of high school when I was starting to be a thing. Is my like freshman year of college. I saved up one of my first couple years of high school that I had a phone that was a real phone. Um it might have been when I was a sophomore junior. I really don't remember. But I had a it wasn't a what were those ones that were like the keyboard? Um The sidekick, was that what it was called? There was a sidekick was one of them, yeah. I had World. I wanted it, but I never had it. I wanted it and I but I had to I had to buy my own stuff, so like I I had the one that flipped up and I was like, I'm the coolest kid in the world. And I then eventually I got one that slid up. I don't think it was did a you sidekick. Have Verizon? No, we've never had Verizon. I had US Cellular. We had US Cellular while yeah, it was because back Remember back in the day when certain service providers had different phones? Yes. Like, so for, I really wanted Verizon because they had the chocolate. I remember that. And then they had the the one that flipped up with a keyboard mm-hmm. and it was like orange. And I really want, I don't remember what it was called, but I just remember that it was orange and it flipped up and it had a keyboard and I wanted that and the chocolate, but I didn't have Verizon. I couldn't have it. Yeah. I wanted, I remember the chocolate very well because I thought it was super cool. The and one that I had was like, Zook, not the orange. Juke. No, that's a car. I, something. I don't know. It's something. I know what you're talking about, yeah. though. Um, I had a... It It was black, and it kind of looked like a eight, like the number eight, and it flipped up. And then I did get the one that slid. I don't remember, though, if it was like a legit sidekick or if it was like they... It'd been a couple years, and they were mm-hmm. making them pretty standard at that point, because I did have one of those. Yeah. But yeah, my first uh, smartphone, which was bare... I mean... I had a Blackberry. I never had a Blackberry. If we want to count smartphone, but like I didn't have internet, so like I couldn't get on the internet. Like it was literally just for like texting and games. Yeah. I, I had one of those HTC pulses or was it a touch? It had a touch screen on it. Mm-hmm. And I remember thinking that was stupid. I was like, this is never going to catch on. <laughs> <laughs> Little do we know. Look at me, dumbass. Um, but I liked the keyboard so much. Yeah. But it was like the definition of a smartphone then is not even close to what we have now. No, like, yes, technically not. I could get on the internet. Did it work? No. 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 Not really. Not really. Yeah, it was, you'd have better luck going to your local library. There were no apps? No, not really. It just was. Yeah, there were maybe one or two things that you could do. Yeah. I think the, the internet was a thing, obviously. Yeah. It's been a thing for longer. But yeah. it wasn't, like, widely available to people. 91 was actually when it started becoming available for not just, like businesses and stuff yeah like it actually was just like you can start using internet like in home but it wasn't as widely like available but 91 was actually when it started okay yeah i mean that makes sense and then we didn't you know i didn't grow up with the freaking rockefellers so i didn't have we didn't have the internet until we didn't have a computer until i was at least in the very end of elementary school I think maybe when I was like fifth grade, mm-hmm. we got a big hunk of Dell and that was big hunk of Dell, big hunk of Dell. And, but yeah, that was, I had already like, I was going to be a teenager. So like I had played outside. I had had yeah. board games. I had did all that I stuff. I did sports and yeah. like did a bunch of different things. Walked around and... the neighborhood, like juvenile delinquents and sat on those big, I don't know what they are, but those big cubes in the middle of neighborhoods and 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's probably not safe to sit on those. No, I'm sure it wasn't, but nothing we did was safe. I, I walked to the, the park that was near my house, yeah. like, alone, yeah. all the time. I lived in a development, and, like, we, we would just meet up and walk around, and we'd go down to, like, where the rain ditch was, and I'll just hang out there, like... Yeah. So I got a good chunk of, like, my actual Summers childhood. Summers where, like, I would... I was with my friends, and we would just walk to the pool. Yeah. Like, in so, like almost... Not every day, but, like, multiple times a week, we would just walk to the pool. Yeah. So, I mean, the internet age didn't start to really get me until I was, like, in middle school and high school, so... Yeah. I think it... It was becoming commonplace, yeah. but it still wasn't, like, the reflex that it is now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I feel like we got... It's just different mindsets. Yep. Different mindsets, indeed. So we got a good, a uh, good experience back in the early nineties. I think that mm-hmm. unite us, even though it's a long range of millennialism. So I think I I fit well with like the older spectrum of millennials yeah. rather than like the younger ones. I feel like I kind of do too. I mean, obviously there are things having that the internet and stuff in high school that isn't the same as people who are older than me. But it's uh there is some there are some of those key things that mm-hmm. I think bring us bring us in. Yeah. So we grew up where there's like. You're not going to have a calculator around you at all times. You got to know this math. Joke's on you, bitch. I have a calculator with me all the time. And I can't do math. In my hand and on my wrist because I have an Apple Watch. Oh, yeah. That's right. You have a watch. Yeah. But we're spooks. We are spooks. We love horror. And we got some good horror movies from specifically the 80s. Yeah. The the 80s 80s had prime, late 70s. 80s like prime slasher films yes the slashers i feel like they started to change in the 90s Mm -hmm. um and good well more storyline in the 90s i think well and they got a little bit more well it's all murder but a little bit more meta though like it wasn't just the same formula over and over again because as much as i love those classics from like the 70s and the 80s you know i mean freddie and jason and Michael Myers, and it's the same formula, right? There's a guy. He's going to get you. There's nothing you can do. And they're going to make 12 movies about it. Unless you're the virgin. Yeah, well, I took a whole class on that in college. About being a virgin? No, I actually (laughs) took the opposite. Um, You didn't have to take that. You just did it. I just, yeah, I work study. (laughs) I did lose my virginity work study, and I got it. Well, probably like a C. First time or in general? Just in general, because the person that I lost my virginity to, I had sex with exclusively for several years. Oh. Unintentionally. I mean, it was intentionally. No, yeah. Well, that's another story for another day. Um, But yeah, no, it was, um, I didn't mean to get into the relationship. So I would give myself a C for like not meeting my own goals. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. But I took a class about horror films and women in horror films. It was called Scream Queens. That's a TV show. Yeah, but... Is it based off of that class? (laughs) Yeah, Ryan Murphy came in to a university in West Virginia and was like, you know what I ought to fucking do? I'm gonna make this class a show. Yeah, no, that's not what happened. Do you know the term Scream Queens is like older? No. No? It's a term to describe like the female heroine in a horror film because she's ah, like she you're screams. Jamie Lee Curtis's you're mm. though you know yeah, Jamie yeah, Lee yeah. Curtis's mom and Psycho is like the original scream queen. Wait, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom? Yeah, you didn't know that? No. Yeah, and huh. then that's why it's like I think that's why people get such a I mean Jamie Lee Curtis is great, but yeah. it's also like it was cool when she did that because her mom was the original. Scream Queen. And then she did one of the most iconic roles. And she's still doing it. Yeah. One more, right? Yeah. I've I've haven't watched the last three. But the the thing about the Halloween movies is they've done so many iterations of them. Mm-hmm. Like they're not all a linear story. There's like Halloween one through three or four, and, and then it's fifty. And then it's like Rob Zombie went in there and kicked. He some redid shit. the first one. Yeah, but like, he did. That was a remake. Yeah, but didn't he do a couple others? I don't remember. Actually, Rob Zombie's done a a lot of horror. He has. I'm not talking about his horror in general, but I did not like those Halloween movies. I saw like one or I think I think there's more than just one. I feel like he did a maybe. couple, but maybe I'm wrong. But I they're not for me. But then they they've kind of changed hands a lot, so I feel like it's hard to judge if. I mean, if Jamie Lee Curtis is in it. 
She was in the most recent one. Yes. She was in the most recent one that came out, what, like a year ago or something? Something like that. And then she's supposedly going to be in the final chapter. And I don't care who else takes it at this point. It's the last one. You know that there has already been following the final chapter. It was titled that. And then they made another one. I'm sure. In the, in, the, in the series. Yeah. In the series, they said the final chapter and then they made another one. Well, I feel like that's what happened. Like, they did that and like, then everybody Michael else Myers went, in New York City. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think, hold on. I have it's, a list. There's something, like, because they changed hands. Like I said, it didn't, it wasn't just like, oh, this is one long um, series by the same people who were doing, and it's a, a, like I said, a linear story. Mm-hmm. People just were like, I want to make a Michael Myers movie too. So they did. And they've changed hands an awful lot. And it got weird, I think. And they, the last era of them was not for me. I didn't even get into them at all. And then I did watch the most recent one because they brought Jamie Lee Curtis back. So I was like, okay, we're getting back on the actual. Yeah. I'm not trying to be like a purist. I think if you enjoy them and they're fun, then that's great. They just, I didn't. I was like, I got Michaeled out. Yeah, I feel that. So, but I like this one, and I feel like if this is the final chapter, then this is the final fucking chapter. Should be. We're donezo. But they're not going to. No, somebody else will make them, but I'm I'm out. <laughs> like, this to me is the final chapter, because, again, Jamie Lee Curtis, it's all the full circle of the actual story. And I lied about the New York. It's actually Friday the 13th, part eight. Jason takes Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about the Muppets. That That's 1989. Is when that came out. Jason took Manhattan. Jason took Manhattan in 1989. We went to the moon in 1969. That's when we made a landing that was lunar. Yeah. Thanks, Stephen Stevens. Yeah. Way to go. So yeah, Halloween's a big one. Although, like, the first one came out before the millennial years. But yeah, the, I think it was, like, 79. Yeah, it was right like there. That. Yeah. And then the subsequent ones. Yeah, Halloween 2 came out in 81. Yeah. It's a good one. I really think Halloween 1, Halloween 2, Halloween 3 even, I can totally get behind. And then they just, they lost me. Yeah. but Same with Friday the 13th. Yeah? Yeah, remember when they went to space? Jason X? I remember Freddy versus Jason. And that's when I was like, you guys. This is done. No, Jason went to space. Good for him. Yeah. He's still alive to this day. Just He's up there. Yeah. Watching us. Floating. Just satelliting. Mm -hmm. Murdering whoever comes in space. God, I wonder if they'll catch him on that new telescope. (laughs) Anyways, um, yeah, so that's, I mean, but you write a lot of the classics that happened. Yes. And we're going to talk about them. We've talked about a couple already, some of those classics, but we've each picked a few that like really hit us in the fields. To the core. To the core rattled us um, during this eight, this, not eight range, this like range in years. Yeah. The era. So we're going to just kind of go through some of our faves and I'm sure we'll go off on tangents, but... Before we get into it. Go ahead. Um, When I was making the list of like the the movies that I've heard of and or seen. Okay. Between 81 and 96. I come across a movie called Cat People, which I'm like, I love cats. Yeah, same. But it's a horror movie and it's not what you think. Yeah, when you sent it to me, I was like, I'd never seen it. I've never even heard of it. I literally thought it was just like demon cats or a bunch of cats die or maybe witches. Yeah, that's what I thought too until I read this. So, cat people. A young woman's sexual awakening brings horror when she discovers her urges transform her into a monstrous black leopard. Same. So whenever you're you're like a little excited, black leopard. Be sure you're not going to turn. <laughs> Just like a werecat. Is that what... I guess so. Yeah, we should watch it. We should find it and watch it. Oh, man. It's probably awful. Yeah. Some of these movies are awful. That, I'm not going to say couldn't come out now because it very much could, but it would not be the same movie if it came out now as in like the early 90s. I think it would be kind of like Teeth. Yeah. That was, yeah. That was a good good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. I really like it. I think it shows uh, No Means No. Yeah. Yeah. No, it does mean no. Consent's not that hard. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> but no, there's kind of movies that they're good, right? But there was a level of like camp and sometimes cringe 
that happened in these like 80s and 90s, especially horror films. Oh, absolutely. That just are chef's kiss amazing. So that's what I think makes them so fun, some of them. Now, some of them are like the best movies ever made. Like we talk about Silence of the Lambs. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of the best movies ever made, regardless of genre. But again, it's it just has a different feel than the horror films you see come out today. I don't know if you can put it all on special effects. I don't know what it is, but I mean, there's nothing truly like that original anymore, and that's the problem. I wouldn't say nothing. I'd no, say no, no, there no. are definitely some. Some, but I mean, tropes are everywhere. Yeah, especially in horror, tropes are a big deal. So. Cabin in the Woods was so good talking about that. Yeah. So I Such do like when it gets meta and those are, those are fun. Mm-hmm. And then some of the other takes, but you're right. There is a lot of repeats and some of it, even though, I mean, the trope thing has always happened. Freddie, Jason, Michael, those are all relatively the same guy. Yeah. They just have different weapons of choice and bitches they want to kill. Areas. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. So they're the, so that's like a trope that has been done, but it's still like different enough and fun enough that it's fun to watch. And sometimes it doesn't quite get past the repeat mark. I feel like recently. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I don't want to be one of those people that it's, it's not like it was in my day. But horror I mean, films it's not. suck it's now. Not, I mean, they don't suck. I they love suck. I love a horror film. Yeah, I think some of the best horror films that have ever come out have come out in the last like like Jordan Peele's stuff. Never watched it. Ugh, it's some of the best, again, like filmmaking I've seen in a very long time. And for it to be horror and to be so layered in a world of like Halloween part 27, this time it's personal special <laughs> effects where it's like, my guy, what are we doing? It's so refreshing. So when the good ones are coming out, I, I think there's a lot more content to play with now, which makes yeah. it fun. But, you know, it, it, there's, they're never going to make another, like, Children of the Corn. Never watched it. Oh, it's the most 80s shit that's ever happened. So here's here's the problem. I have always considered myself a horror fan. Yeah. I have two horror tattoos. Mm-hmm. I'm going to work on a horror sleeve. Um, when I was making this list, I'm a fake fan. Fake fan. Fake fan. I haven't heard of half of them. I haven't watched... Half of those ones that I've heard of. I'm like, what am I doing? What, what am I even doing? What am I even doing here? What am I doing with my life? Like, I love what I love, but I'm just like, man, I'm really missing out. Yeah, there's a, but there's so much. It's such a, especially at that time, it was such a highly concentrated genre. Like, there's a horror film coming out every six weeks. Yeah, plus my sister was like, when when I was younger, like, she wouldn't let me watch any. Like, do you remember um, Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. On Nickelodeon. It was Y7 and I was six and she wouldn't let me watch it. She was like, Courtney, you're six. You're not seven. You can't watch it. Sissy, bring in the mom energy. I love it. It's because, well, you know, my dad let me watch Nightmare on Elm Street when I was a child. Yeah. So that that, was a thing. Yeah. I mean, I saw a lot of these when I was very young. Yeah. Like younger than I maybe. This isn't on the list, but um, I saw The Sixth Sense. That's a good movie. It's a great movie. But I saw it when I was li- literally like seven years old. Oh, yeah, no. And uh, I had, I liked scary stuff. I loved, I, I loved all that. But I really hadn't seen like a real horror film, mm-hmm. I don't think, until then. Did it awaken something in me that has never left? Of course. Did it scare the shit out of me for like two months? Absolutely. I see dead people. It wasn't even... So it was that. And it was all the death and the ghosts and stuff. But it was... I don't know if you remember this. There was a scene in there where this he saw this little boy who was dead and he'd been shot in the head and they showed it like they showed his head. Oh, like that. He turned around and it was like, oh, he doesn't have part of his head. Brains. Yeah, graphically. And there was also that little girl that was dead and she just like popped out from under the washing machine in one scene. And it was very I'm never going to wash my clothes again. (laughs) What was it? We had the, the house we moved in at the time had stairs and you kind of curved. And then as soon as you got to the top of the stairs, there was a linen closet with a big um, like opening at the bottom where you put like a hamper or mm-hmm. something. And it was often open because of that. Like, so you could just use the hamper or grab towels or whatever. And, but you would curve and you'd just be right there. And I don't know, my brain is fucked up. I write horror. Now it's, it's 
doing going well for me, but it scares me sometimes. And I would turn the corner and I just picture like, what if that kid with the brains is there? <laughs> and I couldn't go up the stairs by myself for like two months. And my mom to this day is like, I regret letting you watch that movie. I know that you're who you are now and it's fine, but like, I regret it. I really feel like I messed up. <laughs> I don't feel like I messed up with all the other movies and the stuff. Like, I think you're fine. That's the one that I'm like, she was too young for that. I really screwed up. I mean, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. How so, old were you though? Um, It was when my sister and I just moved in with dad separately. I think it was... You know, end of elementary going into middle school. So maybe like so, 11, 12? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I was younger, but I guess I really wasn't. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. The, the whole time frame of my childhood, I have no idea what happened. We've, yeah. Um, but this I do remember. <laughs> I remember we, like, moved in our stuff. And he was, he burnt popcorn. Your dad? Yes. Or Freddie? Well. Dad burned popcorn. I watched Nightmare on Elm Street by myself because Sissy wouldn't watch it, obviously. And I wouldn't sleep in my bedroom for probably months because I was afraid he was going to grab me in it from my bed. Well, because that's his whole thing. He gets you while you're sleeping. Exactly. But I, I slept on the futon. It, the futon was on a bed. He can't grab me in that. Oh, yeah. Physics. Yeah. And Dad would sleep in the living room with me. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I mean. On the couch, I slept on the futon yeah. and called it a day. But... Yeah, a little. And then he let me watch like rated R movies, Twister. So back then I wow, was like, thank you, thank you, Courtney's dad. I, I had the opposite reaction. I was afraid of storms for years. And it wasn't until I rewatched Twister that I'm like, you know what? This is great. Hop in. Yeah. Swirl me up, daddy. Daddy Twister. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, cool. So... <laughs> No, I was the same way. Like I've said on past episodes, like my parents didn't censor things for me. They didn't shelter me from stuff. I was like 12 Those watching things. me, myself, and Irene. Like it's inappropriate. Yeah, it was a similar thing. Like I... Dumb and dumber. I watch what they watch. Like we get movies on a Friday night from mm-hmm. like the Blockbuster. Oh, good old days. Oh, That's where I watched Teeth for the first time. <laughs> I went to Congrats. Blockbuster and got Teeth. Congrats. Um, but yeah, we would get a movie and they wouldn't get just like... I mean, I watched kids' movies, don't get me wrong. But if they wanted to watch like... Michael Clayton or a Rambo shit or like, I don't know, um, other things. I'm blanking right now. Because we have a horror movie. If they wanted to watch like shit about like sex, drugs, and rock and roll, that's what I was watching, you know? And they'd be like, hey, cover your eyes for this part. And I would. Don't look at the pee pee. Yeah, don't look at the penises or et ceteras. Just, you know, enjoy the film. Your experience through your <laughs> earmuffs, <laughs> but th- yeah, they did, and that was the same through every aspect of my childhood. Like they just didn't, you know, um, censor it very much. So when I started showing interest in horror films, I had an aunt, my dad's sister, who was like spooky, scary skeletons all day or day. She- but yeah, so I saw a lot of these as they were in their heyday, or at least in the, like the ten years or so after, and I was very young. Um, so one of mine that I had a similar reaction to, as you did with Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy, of like the, I'm scared to fucking death, mm-hmm. right? Why well, was Pet Cemetery? I didn't watch that until the new one came out. I watched it, oh, I don't know. I, I was, I think I was in middle school, but I don't think I was older than 12. Do you know why he spells it with an S? Yeah. Oh, you want me to tell you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, please. It's like... When you, it's, it's a, it's like a handmade sign when they go to the cemetery and it looks as if a child wrote it. Uh, so a kid who doesn't know how to spell cemetery is like, this I is, feel like they, did they discuss that in the movie and I just forgot about it? I, I didn't see the new one. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not trying to be a dick here, but I think they just kind of like expect you to catch on to that shit. Oh, uh, well, psh, not me. Cause they would probably, I mean, from what I remember, there was a sign and it looked kind of crudely drawn. And so you would be like, well, you know, a 45-year-old probably didn't do that. Well, I mean, as I was, like, typing everything up mm-hmm. in Word, and I spelled cemetery with the S, and then it said that it was wrong, I'm like, what's wrong with it? Oh, you thought it was actually I thought it was way? right for a second. I was like, wait, no, it's a C. It took me a minute. It, okay. it took me a second to, like, realize, like, oh. Then it, 
what? Did I spell it wrong? And then I looked, I was like, oh no, it's No, it's spelled wrong on purpose, yeah. Yeah. But no, that's why, because it's like kids wrote Mm, the sign. Yes. Because it's where kids would bury their pets. Um, So I watched it. I had read the book prior to that. Of course you did. Yeah, well... My aunt, like I said, that that horror-filled love and aunt would give me Stephen King books, would give me movies to watch, and I would eat that shit up. So I had read it, loved it, didn't scare me. I mean, enough that it's fun. I don't know. I feel like reading books isn't as scary as, like, watching something. Not always true, though. I don't think I've ever... I've never really read horror, though, so... That's, like, what I do exclusively. Although I did just read um, uh, a horror... Horror, I'm putting in air quotes book, and it was just like, meh, whatever. Yeah, I mean, they're not all gonna, like spook the pants off of you but some of them are good i had one quick side note but like i read one recently and it was called there's someone inside your house and you know pretty self-explanatory title was there someone inside the house in the book yeah yeah oh wow it's the whole premise yeah okay i know why i I was gonna laugh really hard if there was actually no one m night Shyamalan. who it was like it was just in their head and no, one no it wasn't that. It was a YA horror, so it was a little bit more direct. Oh, okay. Which, nothing wrong with it. It was just, you know, yeah. it's a pretty direct teen slasher, kind mm-hmm. of, which okay, I okay. love a good cool. one. But, you know, so it's a little, there were parts where it was a little unsettling, like you could tell somebody's in there, but I wasn't scared. But then I'm reading it. I'm at, like, the end. I'm sitting out here by myself in the living room. The lights are off because I live in the dark. How do you read if it's dark? I have, like, a... I have like a book light. Oh, okay. I think I might have like one light on in the like in the entire house, mm, okay. like in the main area, but not directly where I was. And um, I hear this like like a door opening as I'm like I'm near the end of the book, like it's the crescendo, and this door, this weird sound happens, and Justin's asleep, and I'm just like, what the fuck is that? But I don't think anything's going on. But then it happens again, and it's very loud, and it kind of feels like my house shakes. And then I realized it sounds like a garage door opening. And I, but I couldn't tell if it was ours or our neighbors, which mm-hmm. is like right next to ours. I, I've never paid attention to if it's different. So I kind of waited a second. And then I was like, I don't know. And I went in and got Justin and was like, can we check the garage really quick? The garage door was half open. Yeah. No one was in there. Was there someone inside your house? <laughs> I don't know if they were, if they were, they left, but it was weird because the garage had been, we like manually locked it and did all the stuff mm-hmm. and it was open just like enough that someone could get inside. Yeah. But I guess the way it was open, Justin was like, I don't think someone pulled this from the outside. Like it doesn't, it didn't open that way. Did someone die in this house before you got it? I actually think they did. They did. I don't know the whole story, but I know that the, we're the only the second people who have lived in this apartment. Oh. The other people lived here for like a decade. This place has been here for a decade? Yeah, I know. I'm, we're old as shit, Courtney. But yeah, the other people lived here and they were the only people that had lived here. Mm. And they recently stopped living here. Because of death? Maybe they stopped living. Don't know. But yeah. Uh, Are there any weird marks <laughs> when you came in? Like, what, like pentagrams? Blood no. splatter anywhere? No, I mean, it was in not so great shape, but they did a lot to it. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's haunted. It looked like, um, he said it looked like maybe the remote functioning had malfunctioned, mm. which I don't know. I don't know. But, I think ghost. Anyways, Pet Cemetery. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. <laughs> I totally fine. went off on a tangent. I'm so sorry. The book hadn't scared me all that much. I mean, it was just the right amount of creepy. But the movie, it wasn't because the little boy and the... Mm-hmm. It was... I don't know if this was in the new one, so, you know. You can talk about it. I can let you know. Yeah. Well, if I can remember. <laughs> if the, the mom had a sister named Zelda. And the reason... Some of the mom's, like, weird associations with death and... Stuff like that was because her sister had died when she was very young. And I guess she'd been sick for a very long time. She had, um, I think. Meningitis? Yes. Spinal meningitis, I think, is what they said. Um, And so she was, like, very deformed um, in the flashbacks and stuff that they put in there. I don't remember that in the Okay, so maybe they. I mean, it could easily be there because it's been, since it came out, it was the last time I saw it. Yeah. And I don't remember things. Gotcha. So they had, it was definitely in the one that came out in the 80s. And um, at the end, when the little boy is like, pretends, she starts to see her sister. He like, uses his power to be her sister. And it's very unsettling. But she would say like, 
Rachel, right? Like, and you get in the the person who did this part in that film in the Oscar worthy. Okay. It scared the shit out of me. Like they made, it actually was a man who played the role. Oh. Um, yeah. I looked it up later. The way they made him look mm-hmm. was like terrifying. It was a visual that I could not get out of my brain. Wow. So that's what scared me about the movie. It wasn't the pet cemetery and the little kid with the scalpel. Fuck that. It was this sister who was like haunting her memories. And it just scared me to death. And I would try to fall asleep. And for like a month, I would, her hands were like, think like arthritic times a hundred. Okay. I would dream that they were like going up my pillow towards my face. Didn't sleep. It's like six weeks. I don't know, but it got me. And then my aunt and my dad made fun of me. So, yeah, that was my big, like, scary, scary one that I can remember from yeah. that time. After so the Nightmare nightmare on Elm Street was the only thing that actually scared me. Yeah. Because I was young. Most of the horror movies that I've watched, I have been old. Okay. Well, I'm old, but <laughs> I've been older, like, mature enough to, like... You know. Yeah, I got you. Like, I watched The Shining yeah. the first time after I had graduated college. Like, that's kind of, like, oh. the year range of, like, when I've been starting to, like, watch more horror films. So that was, like, your renaissance. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I watched them much younger, so. So what were some of the other ones, then, that really got you going from this period? Um, Arachnophobia. I've actually never seen that. <gasps> And you wonder why I'm afraid of spiders. It was because of this movie. I don't wonder. I understand. Yeah, was it, it good? I mean, yeah. It came out in 1990. So, and it's, I think the first time I watched it, like, I was just, like, scrolling through TV channels. And yeah. I just happened upon it. And it's the same guy who plays Harry in Dumb and Dumber. Oh, gotcha. So that's why I was like, oh, I know this guy. And like, I turned it on and I'm like, spiders? And that's why I'm afraid of spiders. Did you not know what arachnophobia meant? I was just changing the channels. I didn't know what it was. Oh, this was before. I can't forget how old we are. Yep. Yeah, I was just changing channels and it was on. And I'm like, I know Harry. Do you and- remember when the TV guide wasn't like an interactive guide, but it was just a channel and you had to sit there and stare until yeah. like the number got there. Do you remember the weather channel is the, the, the weather on the eights and it had local eights, on the eights, local on the eights. And yeah. you had to wait for the eights of every hour hour. Yeah. It was that. And then on the TV guide channel had their own shows and programming that played in the upper corner. Mm-hmm. And then the menu was below. They had this one called celebrity makeover or something where they took people that were like celebrity doppelgangers and they, Made them over to look like. And that's how I learned to blend eyeshadow. I never paid attention to what was in the corner. I just was trying to find my shows. I would, but sometimes you'd, you'd miss it and then you're there for another like 10 minutes and yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, you didn't have that many channels either. True. But you know, sometimes you're scrolling and I found arachnophobia without knowing it was arachnophobia. And I'm just like, oh, spiders everywhere. And I, to this day, I dream of spiders in my sleep. Yeah. Nope. Ooh. No, I hate spiders. Nope. Why else do I have Even a little ones, big ones. Like, we had some big honkers. And I they bet you did. scare the shit out of me. But yeah, arachnophobia. Big to, one. To this day. I got you. Scare the shit out of me. I mean, that seems like it makes sense. Another one of my big ones that I love, though, doesn't scare me, but I loved it so much. I think this is probably where the obsession started. Okay. Um, Was, I want to say I was like 11 or 12 when I saw this. Maybe nine. Maybe a little younger, actually. Children of the Corn. Never watched You've it. You've never... Okay, so it's another Stephen King. It's about children. It is. In, the, in a cornfield? What an astute observation you've made. Thanks. And, I mean, kids suck. <laughs> you know You know what I've realized from... This is what horror film has taught me. Don't have children. You've said that on multiple episodes. Yeah. And I understand. Yeah. Because they get possessed. Yep. They are in corn. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah, no. Children of the Corn. <laughs> Um, no, it's, it's honestly a good movie for that, like, I hate kids thing, because the whole premise of the movie is kids make their own, like, I don't know, corn cult, and, um, they make a cult. Are they called the cobs? No, they're called the children of the corn. Is that what they call themselves? (laughs) I don't know. I don't think they call themselves anything. They should call themselves the cobs. All right, I'll hop back in the time machine and let them know. (laughs) Um, no, they, so they... There's this one guy and he's like their cult leader, but he's mm-hmm. their age-ish. And he 
says that he's their new leader, calls himself their cult leader. And he's like, you know what we need to do? We need to kill all of our parents. And they do it. I'm not giving anything away. That's like in the first five minutes of the movie. Um, And then the whole town becomes like run by children and they meet for their cult shit in the cornfield. And they're like, he's like, you got to listen to me because if not, this like bad demon guy will come get you. And they call him he who walks behind the rose, like rose of corn. Oh, I was thinking R-O-S-E. No. Rose. R-O-W-S. Gotcha. W. Yeah. Adults stumble upon them, whatever. I thought it was so good. I was like, I loved it. I loved all the, it was like a lot of religious imagery around it because they make a religion out of it because it's a cult. Um, that's what cults do. That's what religion does. Yeah, well. He who walks behind the rose. But I really liked it. And I feel like that's where it started for me. But yeah. it is like the most quintessential 80s ever. Like just the way, the acting in it, the way it's like put together. I was, it just screams 80s movie to me. And I love it. So that's definitely one of my big So ones. I should watch it. I think you definitely should. We should okay. watch it together. Okay. We should have a Halloween horror movie night yes or just a hoary not like on halloween <laughs> i said hoary horror movie marathon yeah hey everyone it's tyler Woodkowski, the publisher at tea with coffee media tea with coffee media is a team of indie authors designers and editors who have a goal of helping indie authors make their dreams become a reality our modest press has aspirations to help as many indie authors succeed as possible not only do we offer publishing services, and yes, we are open for submissions, but we offer editing, marketing, and book cover design services at an affordable price to all indie authors. Visit us online at teawithcoffee.media to learn more about our services. Yes, so one that I have to talk about just because of Mike. Okay. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Fucking hate that movie. But you've watched it? Yeah, of course I have. And you hate it? Hated it. Do you not like clowns? I hate clowns. You hate clowns. I have said fuck clowns on this show more than you've said crones. <laughs> I disagree. I don't think that's probably true. I haven't counted, but I'm saying I've said it a lot. Okay. I don't remember. I'm sorry. I, hate clowns. I do care about you and I do listen for the most part. I it's fine. I understand. Okay, but clowns um but killer clowns from outer space is not scary no it's stupid it's, that's not why i hate it i it's hate like it because it's stupid classic stupid 80s comedy horror yeah and mike all about it i honestly it's get his, it though like favorite movie right and he he gives me shit yeah, right he for shits my on favorite your taste movie and he loves killer clowns from outer space if that's his favorite movie i'm gonna have to like because twister's so much better Honestly, yes. Yeah. Honestly, yes. Twister yeah, Mike. is better. Fuck your chicken strips. Yeah. Killer clowns. Here's the thing, though. I did enjoy it. It's, I get why he likes it. Like, I'm not, it's not to be like the best movie ever. No. No, no, no. But it, I get why he like, because it is funny. It is like that stupid brand of it's comedy so horror. ridiculous it's that, that it's fun. Like, it tries, like, how terrible the horror is, is what makes it funny. I feel like that, honestly, though, is a good example That's of the best. why it's such a good time for the horror genre. Yes. It's like 80s and 90s. Because there's that line. And as you as you cross the line of like scary horror or funny horror. It's like pure camp. Yes. Like the campy vibe mm-hmm. has never been done better, in my opinion, than during that period of time for horror films. And that's a perfect example because that is the campiest, most ridiculous shit out there. But it is so good. It's so good. It like it's so good that like, it's I don't so like bad. That it's good. Yes, and I yes. love those kind of horror movies. I don't like that movie particularly just because of clowns. What? I don't like clowns. So there's that. But I, to me, it just falls a little bit too much in stupid. So you also for me don't to like get into it. It. I love it, but it's clown. But it's clown. So it does. I get why it's scary. That's not why it's scary. The clown isn't why it's scary. It is to me. Okay. I don't think it's scary. Um, I don't know. There's something. Maybe it's just because it was Tim Curry when I first. And I was like, I can't be afraid I of you. I love Tim Curry. I love. Yes. I would. Anything he's in, I don't care. Tim Watching Curry. It. I love him. Watching it 800 times. And he did so well as Pennywise. Mm-hmm. I just felt like he killed it. Um, Do you so, know Seth Green was in the original? Yeah. 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 It's, fact. it's another one that I feel like, at least visually, is like quintessential 
the exact thing we're talking about. Yeah. Like that vibe. Yeah, but that wasn't funny horror. No, no, no. At all. I mean just the visual yes. aspect of it. Like yes. when you like how I said about Children of the Corn, when you watch it, it's mm-hmm. like this is a fucking eighties, early nineties. This is what this is. Yeah. And it's great. Yeah. So I'm with you on on it. Well, I, I mean, it was also a made for tier teary. I can't speak to Made for TV. Made for TV was the original. It, yeah. it was two movies. Like a, yeah. I mean, the new ones were also two movies, but... Right, but they made that like a legitimate two-parter and not like, here's this and here's the sequel. Correct. So, but no, I love it. I think it's great. I'm with you. It's great. It's great. Uh, But no, clowns do freak me out a little bit, so... Yeah, I mean, the difference with uh, Pennywise is he's technically an alien. Yeah. So, he's just orbs. Yeah, I would advise anybody who like saw, especially if you just saw like the newer It movies that came out in like 2017 and recently, um, and you're like, oh, I I should read it. It you're you're I'm not miss- saying there's a I'm lot not saying of things. You shouldn't. I'm not saying you shouldn't. It's actually it's it's pretty good. It's not one of my favorite Stephen Kings, but it's it's good. I I have it and I haven't read it yet. I've it's, only watched uh, them, but I plan on reading it. Yeah, it, I mean, I'm not telling you not to. I'm just saying, but buckle up. Oh, I it's know. something different. Oh, I know. There's a lot. This is when he was on heavily on drugs. And it shows. Some of the concepts are like, bro, what? Well, I mean, the whole. Are you talking about the orgy or the turtle? The Both. I mean, the turtle's not even in the movies. No, but, but the, they did put a little stuffed turtle in one of the movies as like an Easter egg. And I thought that was fun. The the orgy. The orgy is what I'm talking about. Yeah. That we can remember. save the world by having an orgy together. Every frat guy I've ever met. <laughs> Oh my God, you want to save the world? Bend over. <laughs> <laughs> Says children. Yeah. So I, I'm not, I'm not going to say I look forward to reading that. It's an experience. I'm, I'm interested in it's, to see how it's done. I totally agree. Because I've only heard like this is what happens in the book, not how. You're like not I want to experience it. Yes. Yeah. I would advise it. It's good. I'm not telling people not to read it. I'm just telling you, yeah. if you just think you're getting like Pennywise, the fear inducing clown, there's more and there's a lot more. It's one of like the thickest boys of his books. If it's huge and I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's a be thick honest. boy. I do have a knit tattoo. Nice. Yeah. Oh, I, I have SS Georgie and then the red balloons attached to oh it. Oh my gosh. We'll have to put a picture up. Peace. Yeah. Awesome. I mean, I guess I can also, my horror tattoo... Yeah, we can do that. Too. That would be great. Yeah. Whenever you want. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It. Horror. I love it. I I mean, here's the thing, though. I do prefer Bill Skarsgård as it. Really? I love Bill Skarsgård's Pennywise. Like, obviously, Tim Curry, classic. Yeah. Like, he was amazing in it. Everything Tim Curry does is amazing. Amazing. But, like, there's something about Bill Skarsgård. You know I love Bill Skarsgård. He's great. He did very well in it. Like, I loved him as Pennywise. I'm, I'm right there with you. I just, I don't know. There's something about that first intro to Pennywise as Tim Curry that I can't. I saw the Bill Skarsgård's first, and then I went back and I watched Tim Curry's. That's okay. probably why. Yeah, see, I saw the first one. I think I might have been in high school when I sat down and watched it. So it makes sense, though. Anyways. Anyways. What's your next movie? Um, yeah, not another one for me <laughs> that kind of goes away from the campiness, okay. though, is Misery. And you said you haven't seen that or heard about it. i don't know what okay it is. so misery um i think it came out in 90 i feel like is that what i said i think so maybe i don't know um so it's it's another stephen king adaptation okay so obviously there's a theme yeah it is 90 um big stephen king fan and i think a lot of his movies have been done very well i think some of them have been trash also so you know i'm, I'm level playing ground that's not what we're here to do today misery is more like a psychological thriller there's no like supernatural stuff basically what happens is a writer Mm -hmm. gets uh in a car accident and gets stranded near this woman's house and she like takes him in kathy bates plays yes okay so you know what i'm talking about i know what you're talking about okay so you know have you seen it no okay but you know the premise Premise. yes it turns out she's his biggest fan and by biggest fan i mean like stan from eminem's song has nothing on this bitch this bitch is what do the kids still say cray I don't think so. Okay. Well, she is, though. She wild. And she's like, you're Wilding not... out. You're not leaving. And it gets... Violent. 
and she but she's she's unwell like she's mentally deranged mm-hmm. and but it's it's so good and it's done and Kathy Bates is just like a queen so to Kathy see Bates. her play a role like that was so good and um it's one of my favorites that it really goes into the psychological side mm-hmm. of horror which is one of my favorite subgenres personally I mean I can see that yeah I love psychological horror probably because I lived it um <sighs> Welcome, well, welcome to the subgenre. Yeah, welcome in. Um, no, I liked it before I had a breakdown, and I like it even more now <laughs> because I'm like that tracks. <laughs> I never kept someone captive in my home except myself. I mean, technically, you're keeping cats captive, but happily. Like, yeah, they're into you it. You just you take them out of wherever they were used to, and then you're just like, "This is your home now." Okay. My next one. Mm-hmm. Classic. Everyone loves it. Everyone enjoys it. Mike has never watched it. Scream. Mike has never watched Scream. Mike has never watched Scream. It makes me want to scream. <laughs> you know, Justin had never seen it either, but again, he if you listen to last season, you'll know that he grew up hella religious. And, uh, <laughs> Hell. Yeah. Oh. So there are a lot of things he didn't see, so it wasn't... And I love Scream. And this is what I feel bad about. Okay. So I watched Screams, all of them. Mm-hmm. I love all of them. They're so good. But because of, uh, what are those one movies that make fun of scary? Oh, scary, scary movies. movies. Yeah. <laughs> because of scary movie, I think that's what's happening. So like when I'm watching the actual Scream, I'm like, oh, you're that was from for, scary movie. You're waiting. So for, like yeah. I'm like. In between those two movies as I'm watching. Well, it honestly makes sense, though, because one of the greatest things about Scream, when I took that class, actually, uh-huh. that I talked about at the top, we had a whole entire thing on Scream because it turned the whole thing on its head. Mm-hmm. And it got very, there are, like we said, all these horror tropes that are with us till this test of time. The final girl, uh, just some of the, like, the tropes that go around the killers and how it happens. And Scream was like, joke's on you. Like, it was very, like, meta. Like, yes. that. It's very meta. It's very, like, we're going to make fun of the fact that there are these horror movie tropes, but we're going to make it scary at the same time. And it was so good. Well, because Stu yeah. is obsessed with horror. Exactly. And he goes on, like, rants about horror movies and, like, we have to stick together. We gotta, like, if you leave, you're gonna die. Like, all of this stuff. Yeah. That's what makes it so good. And to be able to weave that into a movie like that, like a teen slasher film at its core, mm-hmm. and make it so, like, oh my god, this is fucking intelligent filmmaking. Well done amazing like i think that's what makes it so good too because it's so well done like they didn't just throw a bunch of shit in there and be like oh look it's a joke <laughs> look at that we just, uh. it's just good yeah they like dissected horror films mm-hmm. and made a horror film mm-hmm. and the w- the way that they were able to keep doing that i think scream is one of the only horror I've, films where the I enjoy sequels all of are them. good yeah, yeah. no there's and some... even the last two I didn't see the last two, but I definitely saw the most recent one. Which is part of the last two. I saw the one that came out like last year. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. I didn't see anything before that since it's been a while. So I can't speak to all of them. I can speak to almost all of them. Mm -hmm. I didn't see Scream 4, but I saw 5. I think they're all pretty solid. Yeah. I mean, are they as good as... No, but it's not like... Like Jason and the Muppets take Manhattan level. It's like it follows the same linear storyline it maintains the integrity of what made scream so iconic and so impactful and just good yeah like so i'm i'm with you on that one big big fan yeah so the scream six is set to come out in 2023 okay however nev campbell is not going to be in it right because they weren't going to pay her enough i I did see stories about that and i'm glad that she stood up for herself yeah because like she is she Sydney is Prescott. The, there's no screen. There's no screen Sydney Prescott. Sydney. And she's been in all of all of them. Yeah. yeah. Which again is one of those things you don't see a lot. Like we yeah. didn't get to see Jamie Lee Curtis again for years. Yeah. So but they've I kept appreciate the same characters. I mean, they've add introduced new characters, made it more part of the times. But they've stayed within their they've original stayed, universe. Yes. And they've expanded on that like meta element, mm-hmm. which I just think they do well almost every time. Yeah, like, there are the, some that are not as great as it, as like back in the original. Yeah, but 
they created a horror film. Yeah, the, the stab. Stab. That started based in on that started in two. Two? Yeah. Okay. Okay. It was just hilarious. Yeah. That Scream making fun of horror films created a horror film within the horror film called Stab. And the to be able to maintain that and to maintain these like dual storylines as long as they have. And it all makes sense. So good. And it's still good. And the characters are still good. And it just is good. And continue to hold on to those horror tropes, but make them what makes Scream so different. And what makes Scream so like... I don't know if making fun of it is the right is the right word, but just like pointing it out mm-hmm. and being so like almost breaking the fourth wall in your face about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Would you like to know why Mike won't watch it? Why? Because I said it was a classic. So he thinks it's Boss Baby? Well, no, I don't consider Boss Baby a classic. I it's consider Twister. Jingle All the Way a classic. And he hates Jingle All the Way. Okay, maybe I should talk to him. <laughs> we seem to... Come down. He was like, "I don't trust place. you with classics." And I was like, "Yeah, but like Jingle All the Way is like a personal classic. This is like Scream a real is classic. that classic classic." Yeah. Justin loved them. Like he was like, "Let's watch all of them right now." Like when he saw the first one. With yeah. Me. Every time we we're just like, "Oh, do you want to watch?" I was like, "Can we watch Scream?" He was like, mm. "So good, amazing." Yeah, I love Scream. Me, all of them too. This isn't on our list, but reminding me of Scream is I know what you did last summer. It's a similar that like teen slasher thing yeah. that was big in the nineties. I watched all. All three of them. I know what you did last summer. I still know what you did last summer. I'll always know what you did yeah. last summer. My dad had them on DVDs. They're great. And I watch all I of them. I love them. Um, I feel like that and then like Final Destination kind of <sighs> gets thrown in. Obviously that came a little later. but Yeah. Final Destination. So Saw. Yeah. But. Well, I mean. I mean yeah. Saw's different. But like I feel like Final Destination is even though the villain is different. It's kind of like it's a insane. teen slasher film. Yeah. You just can't see the slasher. To this day. People will not drive behind those trucks with logs. Me. Hey, thanks for listening to the show so far. This episode of 30 Dirty and Dying is almost over, but fear not, there's plenty more to where this came from. You can listen to all of season one on your favorite platform right now, whether you need to catch up on a few episodes you miss, or you want to revisit one of your favorites. We got you covered. And if you want to know what's coming up soon, make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram at 30dirtyanddying. Now, don't go anywhere yet. Don't click off. Show's still going on. We're going to finish strong. Let's get back into it. Um, I don't know. Do you want to talk maybe one more each and call it a day? Sure. All right. Well, the one, the other one that I had that I wanted to bring up was Interview with a Vampire. Never seen it. It's very good. Iconic 90s because it's got like Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt. And, what? Yeah. And they play vampires. Oh, okay. But also like... Maybe lovers. Um, it's a vibe. It's honestly, interview with vampire is a vibe. That's almost all I have to say. It's such an atmospheric movie. It's very good. It's not like your classic like I'm coming out to kill you. It's very story driven. It's like very visual. Mm-hmm. It's just it maybe indulgent is the word. Okay. Like watching it is like that kind of experience, like a visual experience that I really like it. I think it's good, even though it's not as like scary for what I would consider like a really scary horror film, it just, it, it tracks, it stacks up. So it's definitely one of my favorites. Yeah. Anne Rice is the author and she, of the books that it's based on. Mm. And she's a prolific horror writer and wrote a lot about like vampires and stuff like that. She just recently died. So, um, but she did great stuff. RIP. RIP and interview with the vampire and I would recommend um i haven't seen this and you know i actually do think i have gremlins do you consider that a christmas movie a christmas movie that's what it's considered right no is that's it what mike says mike's wrong mike's wrong about a lot of does things. he think die hard is a christmas movie too? yes okay mike's wrong <laughs> mike is wrong i don't consider it a horror film either though i just consider it like a kids movie but it does have that very 80s campy flair no, I wouldn't consider Gremlins a kids movie. Like I consider, like Hocus Pocus, that's a kids movie. I maybe I don't know. I kind of consider because Hocus Pocus also came out in this time. Maybe frame. be just because like it's like a it's a Furby. It's a murderous Furby, if but it it's gets a wet. It's a Murby. Murder Burby. What? <laughs> Murder Burby. I don't know. I've never associated it with being horror, so maybe that's just on me but that's fine i mean when i was looking when i was looking through like 
They considered Jurassic Park horror. Yeah, which it's not. They considered Hocus Pocus horror. And I'm like, Hocus Pocus is not horror It's like a Halloween all. movie horror, I wouldn't say. I think it's like, that's like calling Halloween Town horror. I love Halloween I Town. I love Halloween Town. It's fucking amazing. But is it a Except horror Except for film? The, the high school one when it wasn't I didn't the watch same that character. One. When they tried to just like replace Marnie. Yeah, what the heck? Are those horror films? No. Those are like, it's like when my mom realized that I liked spooky things and was like, do you want to watch Casper the Friendly Ghost with me? <gasps> Casper is also part of that. Which is wonderful. It's a I great, but it's, is it a scare? I was like, mom, yes, I do want to watch Casper with you. But if you think that we are vibing on the horror over this and we finally have something in common. No. You are mistaken. It's just a spooky children's movie. Yeah, there's a ghost in Spooks. it. Spooks. Yeah. Like, it, it's like that. I feel like Ghostbusters is a similar thing. Like, those cl- the classic horror films. Yeah. Well, I think that's a, that's a good way to round it out, too, because the good thing about these kind of movies is they are so iconic and they have that camp that can be mistaken for nothing else. Mm-hmm. So when we get to see stuff that happens now, whether it's a movie, a show, even like music and stuff on social media, pay homage to that. Yeah. It's it's so fun. That's why I love Spooky Season, because we get to see a lot of it a lot more. People They do like episodes of shows and it's always fun. The Halloween specials are a blasty blast and... Hopefully we'll get to see some of this stuff in all of that cool spooky content that comes out. It's the best time of the year. It is. Best time of the year. But yeah, let us know uh, if you're listening. Let us know like what your favorite horror films are from this range. Do you agree with us? Are there ones that we left out that we should have definitely talked about? I mean, I didn't leave it out because I didn't know it. <laughs> so tell me what movies I should watch. We, yeah. Give my, us some suggestions. Give me, give me a list of horror films that I need to watch. Yeah. Because I will. Do that, and then maybe we'll we'll do one of our like movie nights, and maybe we'll give you guys a sneak peek into it while Courtney's watching them. Yeah, I won't be scared because I don't get scared of anything. No, she's... except for spiders. That's nice. where I draw the line. Except for arachnophobia. Yeah, but yeah, I think this was fun. Yeah. Good way to break in spooky season and our brand new season of Thirty Dirty and Dying. Yeah, season two, spooky season. Yeah, we're gonna talk about some spooky stuff. We're gonna do more episodes like this, I'm sure. But we're going to do our, our regular content, too, talking about life on this side of 30. And that's I'm scary enough. Mid-30s now. Yep, I'm 31. <laughs> talking about a horror film. Am I right? <laughs> My life. <laughs> 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 All right. Well, um, have a good day, guys. <laughs> Bye.